Welcome to Speed Learning English, your podcast for smarter and more professional English. Hi, Richard. How are you? Hello, Sven. I'm fine. And you? Have you seen Tatort on Sunday? Uh, well, I've seen, yes, indeed, I've seen um, the Tatort um, on Sundays. Yes, I've seen it before. It's, it's, a, it's a series on the, the first channel here in Germany, right? Yes, that's yes. right. Yes. Tatort, Tatort means literally crime scene. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a crime series that is very popular here in Germany. A lot of typical German families sit in front of their television set on a Sunday evening at a quarter past eight after they've watched the news and then they watch Tatort. Do you know why Tatort is so popular in Germany? Um, yes, indeed. When, um, I believe it's popular because it started in the, um, in the 70s. And at that time, there were not a lot of German channels, German TV channels. So you didn't have a variety to choose of. So in that case, on Sundays after the news, which, which everybody wanted to see and listen to, um, you and your family gathered around if you had the money to buy a television and then watch television. But if there is not a lot to choose of, you will just have to choose what is there, what is offered. And from the offering perspective, the market was uh, didn't have a lot of variety, so the, 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 the people had to choose. Tardot. <laughs> and on the other hand, just looking at it from the marketing offering part, on the other hand, it's very it's a very nice nice series. It's very uh, the dramas in there, thrillers in there, the actions in there. So you see that it's, it's not always centered on a specific cast, not centered on a specific topic. Obviously, it's a crime scene, so it's about crime. But the the scenery changes, the city changes. The cast changes every Sunday, so you have a you have a dynamic situation in there, which which really glues the German eyes to the television for now forty years. Yes, 40 that's years. really and and the the intro is still the same as in the seventies, and but there, this this is one aspect. There is another. Yeah, I, I, yes. yeah? I don't yes. want to cut you off, but it's cost consistency. It's consistency. You always have this part with the beginning that's never changed. The intro is always the same. Then you have the crime scene. Then the police get into it. And at the end of the day, the state, so the police will win and will catch the, the offender or the criminal. In, that's in, most, in most cases. In most, most cases. cases. Yes. <laughs> There is also another aspect um, that makes even young people get addicted to Tatort, and this is they support the local patriotism that we have in Germany. So we have Tatort Munich, Tatort Cologne, Tatort Ludwigshafen, Tatort Dresden, even Tatort Vienna. And so the, the, um, the inspectors or the, the team is always the same related to um, To the town or to the to the region, they use different dialects, and they use, um, let's say, 
region typical themes there and in fact people have a look at the uh, at the program and see oh this this time there will be a tartort from mines maybe and people watch the tartort because they want to see if they can um if they if they see a shop or a street that they know if they remember something they see in this crime scene so these uh, the program, the first TV program, really takes care of local specifics, even in the, in the news. They always report about local news, and that's how they created Tatort. They said, we want to have a Tatort for every region in Germany, so people feel that they can identify with this Tatort team who, by the way, are all somehow drug addicted or completely stoned or, or alcoholics or um, divorced. They, they have rotten relationships, all these inspectors. and But yeah, this is um, in fact something typical German, this Tatort ceremony on a Sunday evening. And the other really um, somehow crazy habit Germans have is dinner for one. Yes, that's true. Do you know any British, American, Australian, Canadian person that knows dinner for one? Um, I believe not so, but I think dinner for one is based on a British series. That's so right. I think they should know the, um, the original. That's right. Do you know the story about that? Um, I I can't recall it completely, but I believe um, after World War Two, um, the British were in um, were in um, had added. How do you how, what is the political correct word uh, other than were controlling the northern part of Germany? Um, they were occupying occupying. Okay, that's I think that's the historical correct word. Yes, yeah. they were occupying uh, northern Germany. And in Germany, we we have um, separated our public broadcast regionally. So you have the northern part, then you have the southern part, then you have the middle part, which we call East Germany, but it's middle Germany. And then we have the western part. And in the northern part, we have the NDR. And they produced Dinner for One because their television was based on the BBC, the British BBC or the English BBC for that matter. And in that time, they were copying a lot of English series into the German language. And Dinner for One is one product of that. That's true. NDR means Norddeutscher Rundfunk. So it's a German production. And they traveled to to uh, England, to the Great Britain, and were looking for small, in th small theaters. And the producer of the NDR found this this role play this theater play somewhere and they said we have to invite you to germany we want to make a recording and um and the actor said well yes okay that's fine but i need an audience so all employees of the norddeutsche rundfunk of the ndr were sitting in the audience uh -huh. so that's that's the yeah the sound that you hear in the background and there's one one very special employee a lady and 
we even know the name of that person, but we, we won't mention it here, not to embarrass her, her children and grandchildren. And she's always laughing out so loud. So that's somehow the funniest part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and the story is about um, Miss Sophie. She celebrates her 19th birth anniversary, her 19th birthday, and invites four friends, but they have all passed away. So her butler, James, has to replace them. And, of course, he has to drink all the alcoholic beverages they would have consumed. And so he, he becomes more and more drunk. And this is how the whole story goes. And the funny thing is, it's in English. And it's watched in Germany all New Year's Eve in various programs. So in Germany, everybody watches an English theater play, black and white, even today. Even my grandmother, who never spoke any English, he is, was sitting in front of the screen and, and laughing out loud. So, yeah. And in England, when I, I have a lot of friends in England, nobody knows this. Jennifer One is absolutely unknown. Yes. And we will we will place a link to to a YouTube film about this. And bear in mind, listen to this one very special lady in the audience that is laughing very, very loudly. <laughs> yes, okay. So these were two typical German habits. So if if you, dear listener, want to um yeah, learn German, maybe. I, I mean, we don't. We do not only have Germans listening to the podcast who want to learn English or improve their English. We even have um, people from abroad who want to get to know more about German culture and just enjoy listening to us. Um, have a look at Dinner for One. You really love it. And uh, if you want to improve your German, Tatbot will help you to get used to the different German dialects. Okay, Richard. Um, next time, I would like to talk with you about some grammar. Do you have any idea what we could talk about? Well, I think we should um, not, not, not. Or should I mention it before? I don't know. Maybe it's more, 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 more adventurous for the listener if we if we keep it a secret. But I don't know something a bit of a grammar. I don't know. Should I mention it, Sven? Yes, yeah, sure. Let's make a, a cliffhanger. Okay, then I will use the heavy wording of present participle. Present participle. Wow. This was... And listener, listener, bear in mind, it won't be as heavy um, of a grammar lesson as you are used to from school. It will be fun, but at the same time, very educative. Okay. Present participle. This was one of the bad words in school. Let's have a look how we will solve this with fun. Richard will demonstrate this grammar part. So grammar can be really fun. Richard, thank you very much. Thank you. you, Thank you. Wish you a great week and speak next time. Okay. See you next time. Bye. Bye.